Well, we're talking about public safety that see the worst case scenarios on a day-to-day basis. So it's not a matter of if they're going to deal with something from a mental health standpoint. It's a matter of when in their career. And we were like, can we build a product that helps them identify those symptoms? Because that's the hardest thing. A physical injury, you can see. I broke my arm. I sprained my ankle. I hurt my back. I'm hurting. I can see it. A mental health injury, we're oblivious to those symptoms. Welcome to Behind the Product, a podcast by SCP, where we believe it takes more than a great idea to make a great product. We've been around for over 30 years, building software that matters more, and we've set out to explore the people, practices, and philosophies to try and capture what's behind great software products. So join us on this journey of conversation with the folks that bring ideas to life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Protein Tactical is probably not a household name unless you serve as a first responder. I had the pleasure of interviewing Jim Sorgi and David Smith, two people with a heart for serving the men and women in police and fire services. As former professional athletes, Jim and his partner, Joey Vandiver, wanted to bring the level of care they got in the locker room to first responders because they have family who serve. David Smith joined them shortly after to head up growth for Protein and similarly has family who serves. While ProTeam has spent the past five years on the physical needs of these men and women, Jim, Joey, and David knew they needed to do more. So earlier this year, they launched Shield, which is a mobile and web application focused on serving the mental health side of the job. I have loved getting to know this team, and we had a great conversation about their journey so far and where they're headed. Before we dive in, I have to ask a favor, and I really hate asking this because you already get bombarded on the daily. However, we are hoping that the show is valuable to those who listen. So if you think there's one person who might enjoy our show, please consider sharing it with them. Okay, enough shameless plugging. Hope you enjoyed. Let's start with Jim. Let's talk a little bit about ProTeam. So you guys Mm -hmm. have been around for, I want to say six years. I'm probably undercutting that a little bit, but I feel like it's been about six years. ProTeam as an entity. Is that... Roughly true? It's a little high. A little high? Yeah. So okay. Four or five uh, years? Yeah, more like five. So okay. uh, 2019 was actually our first year in business as Protein Tactical, and our first contract was at the city of Indianapolis, Indianapolis Fire Department. So we kind of jumped in, you know, feet first yeah. into the deep end, but it ended up going great. And the whole premise behind Protein was to just provide law enforcement, public safety individuals with the same kind of red carpet treatment, the same entities, the same amenities, I should say, as a professional athlete. Because I was a professional athlete for seven years. My business partner, Joey, was a professional athlete in baseball for six years. So it just became something that we found out it wasn't being provided. Yeah. Uh, so it took us a kind of a year to get everything kind of squared away. And that was 2018. Okay. Um, and then we won the contract in the middle of the 18 to start in 2019. So 2019 was our actually our first year in business. Actually, that's even better, I think, than what I was going to set up there because even shorter time period, you guys have really leveled up the level of care that first responders have on the MSK side. Yeah. And why was that important for you guys to bring 
the, the, what you guys experience as professional athletes to first responders. That's not something I would have ever thought of. When you're growing up, what do you want to be? It's a professional oh, yeah. athlete. It's a police officer. It's a firefighter. Yeah. It's all those things you want to be when you grow up. Yeah. Right? So you always have an affinity for them yeah. just because of what they do, just because of what they're expected to do. Mm. It just kind of became something that we felt needed to happen. And I think it's kind of what we always thought was happening with public safety, that they were getting this type of care. I mean, we always say it, the professional athletes who are essentially entertainers can get that type of care and get that type of treatment. Then why isn't then our public safety heroes getting that type of treatment? So then we start having conversations with our own family members who are in public safety and law enforcement and the fire service and just realizing it was totally opposite to what we thought it was. They really were kind of not getting any sort of specialized care for what they do. And when they got hurt, it was almost like they were forgotten about. So at that point, we said, we definitely know how to do this better. How do we package it in a program to supply to these departments? And how do we go about it? Who do we need to talk to? Because me and my business partner had been in the medical device sales for a few years before that. And that kind of market, you're talking to pretty much everybody. You're yeah. talking to doctors, you know, MAs, PAs, you're talking to insurance companies, you're talking to a bunch of different people. So we had to kind of put our ducks in a row to figure out who do we have to sell to? How do we make this happen? And it just so happened that we got on the right track. We're able to get that contract with IFD. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. But a lot of good things, a lot of mistakes along the way, but we've learned from them. We've grown and, and hopefully I think we're providing what I would think is the best product for public safety in the country as far as musculoskeletal treatment. Well, and I love that when Todd and I visited your guys' facility, it's really cool. Like mm-hmm. it feels like professional athletic environment with the, you know, the turf and TVs and the level of gear. And so I would imagine, you know, just from what I've heard with your clinicians and the technology that you guys use, it really is top of the market. It is a great product. Tell me a little bit about why you both wanted to jump into mental health. It makes sense when you think about it, but it seems like a whole nother ballgame. I'll let David go here in a second, but mental health, it's one of those things nobody wants to talk about, but it's Mm -hmm. prevalent everywhere. It's even more prevalent in public safety just because of what they see on a day-to-day basis over the course of their careers. We all deal with stress. We all deal with pressure and anxiety and depression at some point in our lives. It's just whether or not we can handle it on a day-to-day basis in order to get up, move on, and do our jobs. I learned a long time ago as an athlete, the brain is a very powerful tool. It can take you to the highest of limits of success, and it can take you to the lowest of lows in failures, right? And it's all about how you perceive things and the way you look at things. We're ingrained as human beings to look at the negative in situations. How am I going to fail? It's so powerful that we start to imagine all the worst case scenarios. Well, we're talking about public safety that see the worst case scenarios on a day-to-day basis. So it's not a matter of if they're going to deal with something from a mental health standpoint. It's a matter of when in their career. And we were like, can we build a product that helps them identify those symptoms? Because that's the hardest thing. A physical injury, you can see. I broke my arm. I sprained my ankle. I hurt my back. I'm hurting. I can see it. Right. A mental health injury is so, I don't know what the right word is. We're oblivious to those symptoms. We don't know what they look like. Could they be like a headache, a stomach ache, uh, shivers? 
you know, whatever that may be from a mental health standpoint, how do we identify that and not just write it off as, oh, I'm just cold or I'm just have a stomach ache or I'm just have, you know, my heart's beating fast or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to build a tool that helped them really identify, could I possibly be dealing with something, appraise myself throughout the day or throughout the year or throughout the course of my career? And is it getting to the point where I feel like I may need some help? That's kind of where that all started. And we always felt like physical affected mental, mental affects physical, right? If I'm feeling good physically, I'm feeling pretty good mentally. If I'm feeling good mentally, I'm probably feeling pretty good physically. So how do we combine those? Because we're already doing the physical part. Now it's time to jump into the mental part. And that's where S.H.I.E.L.D. came from. Okay. Anything to add, Mr. Smith? No, I think you nailed it. And, you know, personally for me, I've always taken it as a personal challenge because I did suffer from anxiety. So this is something that I've dealt with you know, through my life and my brother being a firefighter, he's the one who actually helped introduce me to the thought that, Hey, this, this is something else. Cause you know, like Jim mentioned, I thought, Oh, I just got a stomach ache all the time. Yeah. So for a number of years I was down on my weight, you know, I was, Mm. you know, starting to get depressed because of the anxiety, this, that, and the other. But once I actually identified what was going on, I felt it was a personal responsibility to talk about it with other men in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Because to Jim's point, right. It's, that unspoken thing that nobody wants to talk about, particularly athletes, our public safety members, these are big, strong, tough guys. We all grew up in, you don't talk about your feelings and what's going on, but now we're hopefully getting to a point and we're trying to communicate that through our app shield, you know, the NFL does it through the kicking the stigma. These are all things that we just want to be able to bring about it and talk about it in the open. Right. Normalize it. Normalize it. There is no stigma to kick. We don't want to kick a stigma because there is no stigma. And it's okay. If you are dealing with something, it doesn't make me any better at what I'm doing or any less of a man or any less of a police officer or or a firefighter. And same thing with me as an athlete, I struggled with, as I got to the highest ranks of professional football, backing up one of the best quarterbacks in the game, there was that stress and that pressure that if something happened, I have to go (laughs) in there and perform, right? It's not going there, perform, playing tennis is going in there while you have 300-pound men trying to come and hit you, right? So it's the press, it's the stress, it's the anxiety of that. And he does it so well that I have to do it well. We have to win. We're winning. And if I'm going through that as an athlete, what does a police officer go through or a firefighter go through running into a building or knowing I could run up against a suspect that has a weapon or something like that that could physically hurt me and take my life? I was never in that situation. So it's got to be amplified to some degree. So we have to help deal with whatever they're dealing with. And it's not even just, we'll get into a little bit of some of the specifics in a minute. It's not even just the appraisal side. It's also maybe removing some of the stigma, normalizing, getting help is okay. Somebody else helping you is a good thing. Absolutely. When we first started kind of working with you guys on this and learning a little bit about what you wanted to do in the market, there's other competitors out there that are kind of trying to do some of this, but there was a distinct difference between how you guys wanted to approach this product and this offering and the way that some other folks have tried to tackle this, at least in kind of recent years. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. By and large, the biggest difference was that we approached it from a wellness perspective. We are a wellness company. So obviously tech is not our strong suit. So what we wanted to do was establish what the wellness portion should act and respond like. And if we could come up with that, then find the appropriate technology partner to help us implement it. Whereas I think elsewhere in the market, you find that technology companies are trying to create wellness. So it's just a little bit different approach on what the foundation of the product is. And I think 
coming from a place of wellness, you can see where our intentions lie. Yeah. yeah. And in our product, what we wanted to do with Shield is we wanted to be able to show the individual using it by giving them their own login, by letting them have that data and see that data over time. They can see where they're going or mm. where they've been or not just how I am today, but what was I like last year? Right. What's the trend? Am I trending in the right direction? Am I trending in the wrong direction? Because a lot of times we could just be having a, a crap day or we could just be having a really good day. So we wanted to give them a tool to be able to see where they're at over a course of time, over the course of their careers, to see, am I going in the wrong direction? Am I going in the right direction? Is this something I can head off before I keep going in the wrong direction? Before you get in like a moment where that impacts your performance on the job potentially, and or you make a really bad decision. You making a decision where it could not only affect your life, but the lives Somebody of people else, that love yeah. you and things like that. Because it's really amazing to see some uh, hear some of the stats in public safety of you know a lot of the deaths are suicides you know it's not even line of duty deaths it's suicide deaths it's what didn't they know what were they afraid to reach out along the way that got them to that point that's where we want to get we want to solve the problem at the front end rather than it get to a devastating situ tragic situation in the back end where you can't be brought back from a, an action done. So sure. what can we do in the front to really solve that issue? That makes sense. You know, in our, you know, Todd and I's world, we work with companies all over the map, different verticals, different sizes, different stages. And it's always interesting to see when a customer comes with technology in search of a problem versus mm -hmm. a problem that we want to apply technology to help solve. Anecdotally, this is, you know, qualitative at best, in my experience, when you are technology in search of a problem, you are less likely to succeed in the marketplace because you can justify pain when there, maybe there's not as much pain there. People yeah. feel that, right? It's not yeah. a database problem. David said it well. Like, yeah. this is a wellness issue, right. not a iOS app issue or a database issue right. or any of that. And some of those other competitors we talked about, that's what it felt like when we did our research. Mm. Like, oh, this feels like somebody who's putting together a database, right. not somebody who's trying to identify and deal with, provide help for these issues from the A beginning. lot of those companies yeah. just want the data. Yeah. yeah. Right? They yeah. just want to yeah. collect the data to sell the data. The data is important because I think it tells a story and it can help us along the path of solving the problem, but it's not the most important piece right. of solving that problem. Providing help and assessment is the... Is, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And when we came to you guys, we had a product it just wasn't good enough in our eyes. It just wasn't getting the job done or, or far enough along to where it was really doing what we wanted it to do. And a lot of money and time was spent trying to create that product. And we were like, we can't, we're a company that's touted for providing the best to public safety. That's what athlete, athletics does. They provide the best to their athletes. We can't roll this product out. We need to take it what it is now, redo it, give it to you guys, get it on the right path sure. and get it to where it is. And today it's, I mean, way better than it was initially. Yeah. So, Todd, you're a fire chief. Yes. And that's unique. We don't normally have somebody that is a potential user of what we're building, leading the team that are building the thing. I've never had this happen before. So I'm kind of curious. And, you know, David, you and Todd worked really closely together, kind of getting this version of Shield out. What do you think was unique about, you've been doing this for 20 years, Todd. 
What was unique about this effort with the lens that you were able to look through as a fire chief and as a product development leader working with a client in a space that you could theoretically be the direct result of? Like, what was that like for you? Yeah, was, first off, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, It's easy to get engaged on a product we care about both sides of. So that made it a lot of fun. I have seen, thankfully not to the extreme that Jim was talking about, but I've seen the results of these problems that these guys are talking about and we're trying to solve. I'm currently the fire chief of a department that my father served on years ago. And one of our newest members on our department is my youngest son. Mm. So I'm passionate about these things. Yeah. Invested. Yeah, yeah, just invested. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I think I could short circuit some of the question and answer stuff that we sometimes have to do. Mm-hmm. How is this going to be received? Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Make some reasonable yeah. assumptions. I've talked to firefighters and police officers for 25 years now. Imagine having built-in user acceptance testing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we had from day one. Right. You're building a product for public safety, for yeah. police officers, for firefighters. They should have a say. And I think it was just a bonus having Todd help build yeah. Shield, but they should have a say in the product that they're getting. They know best. They know what they do. Not everybody knows what they do. I mean, we put our people that work for Protein Tactical through all the trainings that we can put them through to get an understanding of what it is, but they'll never truly know what it is, but we're going to get as close as we possibly can. So why not go to these chiefs, go to these departments and say, does this work for you? Are you going to use this? Because if you're not going to use it, it's a waste. It's not helping anybody. So that was another big thing is go to the source and have them help you build the product because then you're building something that's truly going to be used. And, and that was the thought process behind it. How do you think, I'm going to say adoption, but like onboarding of new customers, growth for the product over the last six months? I know that you guys have been launching departments. Mm-hmm. What's been some of the feedback? What's been some of the things that have been challenging? What's that been like over the last maybe six to eight months? Well, more than anything, it's been exciting because yeah. you're delivering a product that hasn't existed in the long term. So some agencies are unfamiliar with it. And so when they do learn about a product like that, it can be a little bit of game changer oh, for them. Oh, interesting. So you're actually having to educate them yeah. about what this... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There are, you know, maybe bigger metro areas that are already exploring, you know, competitive type applications that may do somewhat of the same thing. However, you know, Our experience has been that when we do walk through the process of tech versus wellness and wellness versus tech, Mm. it really kind of opens the eyes of the agency and of the administration of that agency, who at the end of the day is trying to provide their members with a tool. It is not necessarily something for admin to use as it is for the individual officer, the individual firefighter to use. There are things that benefit the agency, but if we start at the ground level, and we get those folks in the right headspace, mm-hmm. then it just has that cascading effect throughout the agency and quite frankly, throughout the community. Another couple of things. I mean, we don't live in a world of all tech. We don't live in a world of all non-tech, right? So tech comes with its challenges no matter who you're dealing with. And sometimes you'll do departments that have guys that have been or girls that have been on 30 plus years that aren't super savvy in using tech, no matter how easy it is to use. Sure. So those are kind of some challenges that we go through. But once we get them on, once we get them logged in, they have their own setup. It's pretty seamless from that point. And I think the further we get from the inception of it, the more adapted it'll be 
and it'll just be kind of the way things are done. And anybody younger or newer coming on, they know tech, right? Yeah. They know mental health. They're, yeah. they're okay. They're a little easier talking about how they feel and, and their emotions and things like that. So it'll kind of, you know, we think it'll kind of just build and kind of keep growing from that standpoint. It's interesting that you've got a little bit of a unique challenge in that you probably have three generations of folks mm-hmm. that are using this thing. Right through a couple of different lenses, either maybe as an officer or as somebody that's in the administrative side. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to serve all of them to some degree, and yeah. there could be different barriers. Yeah, That's interesting. Over time, you, you age up a little bit. You get a little bit more of that digital native, somebody yep. that grew up <laughs> with somebody talking about wellness. You guys might even, to some degree, at some point in time, describe yourselves as maybe tech-enabled, I know you've pushed back on me a little bit about being a tech company. A tech company for since we started this engagement, we're still relying on him to do most of that work. Tech enabled. Okay. Tech enabled. Okay. Yeah. I don't we'll know. It's like semi handy. We were talking about earlier. <laughs> tech enabled and semi handy are go. probably not two things that I will be anything a part of in my in my life. <laughs> fair. That's fair. So as we talk about this, so you guys are a wellness company, not a tech company. You're tech enabled. We'll, we'll go with that. All right. I'm air quoting All when right. I say that. <laughs> what was the most surprising process of building out a product as a group of individuals, as a company that is not primarily through technology? Like, <laughs> For what, me, what was it like? Honestly, it's like, can you just do this? Well, it's not that easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, just do this, you know, yeah. just yeah. fix this, you know, or Why is that change so hard? this or doesn't go like that, you know? So mm. I think for me, obviously not knowing the back end of technology and knowing how to do all that, there's a process to it. It does take longer than you think it's going to take. Yeah. And, you know, it's the meetings and the color schemes and all that stuff that goes into coding, I guess, in the back end sure. is, to me, seems like it should be easy, but I know it's yeah. not easy. Yeah. It's not something that you can just kind of snap your fingers and change. It's something that really takes a lot of time in the back end to create and how the flows and stuff like that. You know, for me, it was that it's a never ending process. Yeah. Uh, You're never, you're never done until you're ready to shelve the thing. It's never done. So you're always looking to upgrade. There's always another Mm -hmm. something that you're looking towards. There's something else going on in the space that you never thought of. You know, you start an engagement like this into Jim's point, you don't know what it entails. So you start And then you think, okay, in X number of weeks, months, years, whatever your engagement looks like, we're done. We're done. Not exactly the case. You're going to be going and continuing that effort seemingly as long as you're in that space. Yeah. But that's also what's awesome about technology, too, is it's ever evolving, right? You can always do more, make it look cooler, make it look a little easier and things like that. So, And that's also a little dangerous for us because we're always looking for the next thing (laughs) that we can do to provide and help. Very similar to S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, it started with three appraisals. Um, and now it's at six and I think soon to be a seventh, seventh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With, with the financial side of things, but they're all things to really appraise kind of where you're at with all those different emotions, you yeah. know, are you financially stable? Are you, you know, your stress level good, your depression levels good, are your anxiety good, PTSD good, sleep, is yeah. that going well? So. It's the exciting part, but it's also the dangerous part because you can always get caught in that rabbit hole of wanting to do more, wanting to do more, wanting to do more. But yeah. it's keeping it a there's good a product. There's a yeah, balance. there's a plan for tomorrow, but not at the expense of today. Yeah, because if I have 18 appraisals I've got to manage, <laughs> that <laughs> almost much. starts to get a little bit too much. Yeah. You know, that's an interesting problem to kind of have to face. 
we dreamed a little bit over the time that we've spent together, I think, working on S.H.I.E.L.D. And I know that, you know, things like you're wearing an Apple Watch right now, both of you. What if somebody was tracking somebody's heart rate uh, yeah. while they're on duty? How does that play into yep. the trends for how they're managing stress? And there's a whole lot of things I feel like that you could add. And it's easy to get bloated. It'll be hard to find the simple but effective balance within them. That'll be, I like be that. a fun journey. Though. Yeah, because yeah. the wearable thing, right? The yeah. auras, yeah. the Apple watches, the tracking your heart rate, tracking your nutrition, tracking mm-hmm. your hydration. Is there, because we are a wellness company, right? Yeah. So we're physical, we're mental, we're all those things. So is there a way we can obviously intertwine all of them mm-hmm. and really take care of the whole? Because that was the mission from the get-go, you know? Uh, holistic healthcare. Holistic healthcare for, yeah. for public safety. Yeah, I love that. So the sky's the limit, but obviously, you know, a little bit at a time to make it the best it is now. Balance. Yeah. yeah. Don't trade. What, what, what was that? That was a good little oh, thing. Did, yeah, what did I go with there? Or, Success today or something like that. Yeah, you just said it. Plan, yeah, plan for tomorrow, but not uh, at the expense of today. We got to use that. Yeah, <laughs> put that on the website. Done. <laughs> Quote of the show. Yeah. So building on the kind of like, what was the process like? Love the candor. It's not a first time that I've heard that kind of feedback. So that's good. It's affirming. What about like aha moment? You guys had kind of a, I'll say an initial take on what this app could be. Weren't terribly happy with it. Okay, we got to do better started working with us, what aha moments? Was there a moment where you saw a demo or an idea that somebody came up with? You're like, ooh, that just clicked into gear for me. I can see now what this is going to be when we get done. Yeah, I think that first time we saw the graphic design element of it and what it could look like. Sure. Yeah, the concepts. Yeah. Yeah. It it really started to come to life. Mm -hmm. That was, oh, we're on the right direction. This is different from what we've done thus far. And this feels right. I think from that moment on, I think that degree of confidence, that level of confidence kind of elevated. And then unfortunately for a guy like Todd, he's got the pressure <laughs> to uh, get Go that make it coding happen. Yeah. <laughs> the graphic designers did a great job of laying it out, but yeah. you know that doesn't mean much until he can make it work. Sure. He had a lot of help from Robert. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, was, there was definitely a team effort, but yeah, yeah I agree. It, it's one thing to have the, the demo and the design go great and then leave the <laughs> conference room and go, okay, development team, here yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> Make it work, right? They, they set us up. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. What go ahead, David doesn't yeah. know is you guys were actually the third stop. So oh, I didn't was, know that. It was kind of like initial build out. And the way you do it is always you try to do it as cost effective as you can yes. at first. Yes. You know, you always get what you pay for, right? And it always ends up costing more money in the long run. Yeah. So the first initial build out, it was okay. It wasn't great. And then we went to the second company and it was kind of the same thing. And there was always issues. There was always mm. like everything, something would revert back if you try to change something from the coding standpoint and all these things. And if you go from one page to the next page, this would happen. And if you went from on your computer to your phone, like it didn't fit or something like sure, that. So my sure. aha moment was actually when I first, David actually had the first demo on his phone and I'm playing with it and I'm changing, I'm turning my phone and doing all these things. Yeah. Like going it, from like vertical to landscape. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. It, it just fit. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I hit a button and it go to the next page and it didn't <laughs> like take 10 minutes or, and it was like, oh, finally we're getting a product that works, that we are confident enough to get out there. And know that it's going to. The aesthetic was also like felt was, was on point. Yeah, you felt like everything flowed right, and you weren't embarrassed to put that product out there because you know it, it was 
a product that you spent time sure. to build the right way. And it was going to actually do the function that you built it for. That was kind of my aha yeah. moment. I feel like we learned a lot through the process. Sure. Jim mentioned, you know, our third round of, you know, trying to get this thing rolled out. And by round three, I think we had a clear understanding of what we were looking for. We just didn't know exactly what it was. We knew things like we had, you know, played back and forth with, do we make it desktop friendendly or is it mobile app friendendly or do we try and do both you know what's the goal here and I think yeah. by the time we sat down and met with you all you were able to help us focus that direction yeah because our constituents our users our public safety members are gonna interact through a mobile application yeah throughout mm-hmm. the community that's what yeah that's what's gonna happen well, so when you able to do that you know, I mean, yeah. we were stark reds and stark blues <laughs> and blacks, That's right? <laughs> and obviously that doesn't fit with mental health, but it looked cool. Yeah. You know don't get yeah, it yeah, yeah. I remember that now that you mentioned that as well, the red. The red. One of the first things I talking to you guys, you were like, red means bad in tech. Can't, <laughs> yeah. can't do red. Yeah. It means stop. Carly was pretty adamant. Like yeah. if we're we trying to make everywhere. this a comfortable place for people to be, we can't have it be bright red all yeah. the time. Yeah. There's a lot of trust you guys put in, totally in, in makes Carly sense. and Derek. I mean, the new yeah, colors. Good job. It's, it's calming. It's yeah. it puts serene. You, it's serene. Yeah. Yes. And it, at first it takes a while and you, you kind of like, no, but then you kind of, all right, I kind of like where this is going and mm-hmm. it makes sense. Right. Mm. It's something we didn't think about for two years before we actually got <laughs> the nice you thing guys is, to sure. We rolled it in. It's kind of the color scheme of uh, what is another company of ours called Protein Wellness, which was also born of the shield process, really identifying how much our public safety members needed an avenue to seek additional help and resources from psychologists, social workers, mental health counselors. We now use that same color scheme throughout that company as well. Oh, wow. That's fun. Right. All right, cool. And that makes sense. And it's kind of like a segue into protein wellness. We built Shield to really help these individuals identify if they're dealing with something. Right. Now we got to give them an avenue to find somebody to help them deal with whatever they're dealing right. with. And that's where Protein Wellness, our behavioral mental health companies came from with our psychologists, with our social workers to give them an avenue with people that are culturally competent in dealing with public safety to go and talk to. Because you can't just provide a product. Right. Hey, you have a problem. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So yeah. now it's, hey, you might be dealing with this. Here's yeah. an avenue to go see if you're comfortable going to see yeah. these people. And you'd be surprised. A lot of departments have jumped on our program called the meet and greets, where every year, no matter if you're dealing with something or not, you have a meet and greet set up with a mental health professional. Mm-hmm. So you just come in for 30 minutes and you just talk or yeah. you don't talk. Or, right. But so at least you get to meet the person. So in our mindset from that is we'll give you an avenue to meet the person without any kind of barriers. Yeah. And then if yeah. you're dealing with something, you'll be more apt more to comfortable. go back to that person yeah. and talk to that person about it's it. It's always so. easier to have that second conversation always with easier. someone. Right. That's if smart. I know you, I'm okay coming to talk to you. Right. If I don't know you initially, it's a hundred times harder to yeah. take that next step. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to look for Todd's affirmation here, just being yeah. on the job. But I think what you'll find in the public safety market is that once one person is comfortable and has a good experience, they're going to tell someone else. And that's really where that starts to get that buy-in from the entire department agency and whatnot. Has that been your sure. experience? Uh, yeah. In all aspects of life. I right. mean, you see that 
word goes around the firehouse of mm-hmm. the best lawn care company, mm-hmm. the best <laughs> Mexican <laughs> restaurant in town, yeah, the yeah. best. Like I got this great treatment from when yeah. I was off on a shoulder injury. Yeah. I went to these guys and now I'm back on the job. Yep. I mean, all those things you've said, it's a tight knit community by design and for all the good and bad that brings. <laughs> You're right. But once one guy says, you know what? I went and sat down for half an hour and talked to this counselor mm-hmm. and it was great. Or even just not, then it sucked, right? Yeah. It happened. The next guy will do it. The next guy will yeah. do it. Yeah. Bill did it. It's human nature, right? I'll ask a recommendation for food, a recommendation for a show you're watching, a recommendation for this. How did this go, right? Because you want affirmation that I should do it too, or it's okay to do it. I think that's just human nature. And, and the more we get them in under circumstances that's not traumatic or tragic, right. the more they'll be able to come in under those circumstances as well. It is really awesome to hear that. You know, you're right. I don't know what it's like to be a first responder. I could make a lot of assumptions based on, you know, reality TV and movies uh, and stuff I read on the news, but all of that that. is mostly crap. (laughs) It's just like that. that. Oh, so I'm like, so I actually know. I understand. (laughs) It's awesome to hear that more and more we're bringing the best level of care for those folks because an off day for a police officer. I can't imagine right. the impact. Yeah. You know, like that can't happen. It can't happen. Yeah. Well, um, I'm meaning that like the impact of that yeah, is yeah. more than it'll ever be on my worst day here in an office setting. There's a show just a yeah. little off topic called Body Cam. It's literally just body cam footage and, and these officers talking about situations that they're in. And you see the situation kind of that they're put in. I think it's on Discovery or one of those streaming apps. And me and my wife are just all in on it because <laughs> it's real life, right? Wow. It's real life chases. It's real life shootings. It's real life situations. And the tense situations, I swear every episode, two or three officers that are on that situation end up crying, talking about the situation they were in, whether yeah. it's I had to take a life or I had to save a life mm. or I had to come down from what happened. And these men and women are truly trained to go in there just like firefighters do their job without thinking about their own safety and then be able to just move on with their day. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I played a football game. I didn't even play. I backed up on the sidelines. I'd come home. It took me two days to kind of come down from the football (laughs) game. I can only imagine being in a shootout where there's bullets flying by you. You could possibly lose your life. You're thinking about your family. You're thinking about your kids. You're supposed to just get back in your car and then go about your business and go to the next thing. It's hard to believe. Wow. Well, I'm curious. You kind of touched on this a little bit with Protein Wellness. What's next? You guys are starting to kind of grow across the nation with the physical wellness, bringing shield and protein wellness. What do you guys feel like is kind of next as far as how you think maybe those markets are influencing the service and the care that you guys are bringing to first responders that might be unique to somewhere outside of Indiana or, you know, just for shield and the technology? Because I think it's wonderful to look at how technology can be a great tool, but it's not the end-all be-all. It's not really the thing that drives the most impact for the level of care and the offering that you guys are bringing to your customers. It's really just a tool. Yeah. And I think that we can get so lost in going all in Mm -hmm. on technology, but you miss the human element of it. Yeah. And this is me as a tech guy, right? Right. I'm not sure you're going to you know, want to say that much more. Well, because- <laughs> I think technology is wonderful, but it can be a little overused and in some cases. Day, and this think, is a great example of that. I think that's our value proposition. That's our differentiator is yeah. that we use tech to accomplish a wellness goal. And, you know, as opposed to where do we go from here? The first step for us is to try and take what we believe is a superior product, not only from a technology perspective, but also from our, you know, physical mental health services 
and expand that because Jim always says it here locally, like we want to take care of our house. We want to get everything in order. We want the best product we can have here. And then once we've started to establish that, then we can start looking at how can we start to affect other areas. I think we all hear from, you know, national news media, different areas and agencies that are having difficulties throughout the country with whether it's, you know, police relations with the community, Mm. whether it's a funding issue, you know, all the different challenges that our public safety members are experiencing. How can we help be a small part of that solution? And if it's keeping somebody on the job because they're down 20% in their agency and the number of firefighters or police officers that are on the street, awesome. If it's, we can help them, you know, get out some information so that they know where to access that mental health care. It's through something like a Shield app and it dissolves one interaction with a community member that may have gone the wrong way. Then we're doing our job yeah. to help those. Yeah, that's a win. To help those areas. Yeah. Technology is interesting, right? I feel like the technologies that succeed are the ones that can reach the masses, but are customizable for the individual using it. And I feel that way about any of the Twitters or X and Instagrams and TikToks. <laughs> don't and mess that up. <laughs> it reaches the masses because you can watch the videos, but then you can also create individual content. Sure. So it kind of keeps you. And I think that's what we're trying to build with any technology that we offer. Reach the masses but customize it for the individual. The problem with technology, it moves a lot faster than, you know, face-to-face interaction, right? You said it yourself. Services that you can provide through technology, you can provide everywhere before you're ready to provide (laughs) face-to-face services everywhere. It's trying to build the best product here for our hometown heroes of Indiana and Indianapolis and the surrounding cities and towns. But then how do we perfect that to take it to other states? And how fast can we do that? We started to move into Kentucky with the city of Louisville. So it's that clinic from a musculoskeletal standpoint opened up and they'll start using shield and and things like that. We still don't have that piece from a protein wellness standpoint in Kentucky. You can always do it virtually, but you're missing some sort of that human element from the virtual standpoint. So how do we get in the lab, kind of think about that? How do we think about growth from that standpoint? If we can get to the point where we can provide these services, but also provide an, an on-site clinic where we have, you know, our clinicians, maybe a mental health specialist, our strength and conditioning coach, and we're using all these pieces from the face-to-face services plus the technology, then I think it all kind of fits together. Yeah, it's the complete package. It is a yeah. complete package. Yeah. But when you're dealing with entities, municipalities, city governments, and things like that, there's always budgets, right? Sure. So, And there's always bid systems. They never want to be looked at as favoring one company over another company. So it's a long drawn out process to really go after and and try to provide the product to the city. It's always put your best foot forward, but you could be $10,000 higher than the other company. They're going to go with the other company because of their budget cost. So it's trying to, to manage that and still provide the high level of care when you're kind of hamstrung because that's the one difference I found between public safety and athletics. Athletics, coffers are full, right? <laughs> sure, I mean, they're, sure, they're sure. throwing as whatever they can at it. Salt baths and cold tubs and hot tubs and all this stuff. It's a little more budget constraints on public safety. So they have to kind of pick and choose their battles a little bit. That's fair. No, that makes sense. Okay. I've stolen enough of your time. It's been wonderful to work with you guys and to build a relationship. Last question. Any takeaways from the experience of jumping into two technology, not becoming a tech company, (laughs) just jumping into the world? What's it been like? Last takeaway. For me, it's been eye-opening in the sense that 
you know, we alluded to it earlier, you know, this is our third time through this process and it was vitally important to find a group, you all. Sure. Thank you. Who can surround you with that full suite of services, mm. not just mm. experts in one area, but you had the graphic design team, you had, you know, the customer project management, you had the engineering, it was all surrounding the process. So to Jim's point earlier, when you touched one thing, it didn't break another thing because it was all working in concert. I think that was something that as we went through the process, I hadn't fully realized how important that was. So if anybody else were going to do something like this, I think having that cross-functional yeah, team is really important. Just so important to the process that everybody knows what everybody else is doing. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I thought you guys were great. I thought obviously David was kind of the lead on the project meeting with you more often than Joey and I was, but I felt okay with that because I knew he obviously knew what he was doing. Plus, together with you guys, we're going to create something special. I was always skeptical of what this was always going to end up becoming just because I'm kind of an old soul in a younger body, right? I'm a little skeptical of technology. Sure. I'm skeptical of social media and all yeah. that stuff. I don't have any of it, but I know it's kind of the way the world is going. But the way you guys do it is you're not just trying to make it look good, but not function. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people from a technology standpoint, it's all, how do I make it look good? but it really does nothing in the back end. Sure. Like, I don't want that. It lacks substance, substance or function. Substance or yeah. function, or it looks good and I can do all this stuff and it's bright and it's bold, but it doesn't do anything. Right. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. It works, but it's not really user-friendly and right. it's not a great experience when it's red. <laughs> but we were able, together, you guys were able to put something together that's obviously functional, that's going to help people that and looks good. And I think that is kind of where my skepticism on technology has come from starting mm -hmm. because obviously going to other companies, right. Sure. And, and not really getting what it looked like. It was just, all right, we'll try this. All right, try this, but it doesn't work. All right, sure. try this, but it doesn't work. We finally got to the point where I believe technology can really make a difference. It can reach the masses, but be customizable for the individual. It can look good, but it can also function. And that's a big step for me because I, <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. I feel better about it now. And I believe the sky's the limit with technology, but I do think, like you said, there's a middle ground yeah. where if you go all in on technology, you're really not getting what you need to get from the face-to-face -face interaction. Right. If you go all in on the face-to-face -face interaction, you're not getting how as far as you can get without technology. Yeah. So there is a middle ground where if you can mesh them together, you can create something phenomenal. We're idea people, and now we know if we got an idea, we just bring it to you guys and you guys can make it work. <laughs> Hopefully, we will help with the next one. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Todd, you're the last thought here. I was just sitting here thinking as these guys were talking. On the flip side, I think what was great from our standpoint was you guys had a vision and kept telling us, like, we want this to feel like a premium experience. We know what we want it to feel like. We're open to the details of how it happens. We have people who can help with that. It was illuminating, clarifying to us to always be able to step back for a moment and say, does this feel premium? We've had enough meetings with David and Jim and Joey now and Tim on occasion. Like, we know. Would they like this? We're not cutting a corner here. Yeah. Like, this has to feel premium. And so that was great to have access to you, David, all the time. I mean, I don't, you were here 
three times a week sometimes, <laughs> right. and we've been to your facilities, and we were doing you a favor. <laughs> I promise you, Joe. There's nobody else on our team that could have done what he did with you guys. Yeah, I leaned on you guys. It was fun. Jack of all it, trades, it, it, master it of none. It was a good team. It, it was a great was. depiction of what a solid team could look like. Mm-hmm working in concert with a customer who has a vision, but has some level of trust that we're going to have some thoughts and suggestions and maybe help guide along the way. Right. We're very much trust the pros in this instance, right? It's trust what you guys do because Mm. you're the best at what you do. We ask for that same latitude when we do what we do. Right. Well, thank you for that shameless plug. Absolutely. (laughs) We want people to trust us to be the best uh, mental health practitioners, uh, musculoskeletal injury rehabilitation, like we're pretty good at that. Yeah. Trust us and we'll take care of you much the way that we trusted you all and you did. You took care of us. So the next time I, you know, pull a hamstring, call you and just come check it out. Yeah. 100%. See what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you going. All right. I mean, so, not suburban Jim or I individually. Let's just okay. make that thing clear. Suburban dad style. We'll get yes, you back to yes. what you need to do. Uh, duct, duct tape and a Sam split. <laughs> Good to go. I will say, you know, anytime you're running a business, Budgets and costs and all that yeah. factor into things. Yeah. And I will say that you guys were very open about working with us yeah. on how that looks like too, right? I mean, I'm not going to say how much it costs to have, <laughs> help you guys help us build this thing or get it to where it needed to be. But you worked with us on not saying we need all of it right now. Sure. You know, I mean, we'll work with you and say, let's get a couple months into this thing. Then we'll start to bill and then we'll take it over time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and that really helped us from a budgeting standpoint to get it to where we wanted to go yeah. and not just have to go under doing it from a company standpoint. Nothing's well, a one size fits all. No. And, yeah. you know, there's an old adage, old adage. I don't know. There's an adage that I feel like I hear a lot. There's we're get, we're getting over. More, that's fair. <laughs> there is always more features than time and money. Like that <laughs> oh, will yeah. always be true. No matter what. So, I agree. Part of the art is figuring out how can we start small? How can we think about being effective and efficient in the spend of time and money that we do have? And you guys were super important just real quick before we finish up and helping us understand that there were some features that we wanted to include that you all were like, that issue has been solved. Mm. We don't have to solve for that. Like just, you know, a native iPhone functionality says this and can do that or you know, and you all were helping us understand, let's just piggyback on stuff that already exists and let's focus on really what the intention of what you're trying to do is. That's an interesting point. Yeah. We did talk a lot about, we talked a lot about cost benefit. Yeah. 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 That's a yeah. really good point. What was it? You always said, we're going to get you everything you need. Maybe not everything, everything you, you want. want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It worked well. So it worked out. Yeah. We enjoy working with you guys and we look forward to a lot, lot more. Yeah. We'll keep doing it. Yeah. We thank do you too. for spending time telling us about pro team and shield and kind of where you guys have been, where you're headed. I just think it's a really cool story and I love the mission of where you guys are focusing. So well, thank you. I look forward to you guys yeah. serving all of the first responders in the country. Seriously. Yeah. yeah we hope it. so. Well, Thanks, guys. we appreciate you guys having us on and obviously aiding us in the past year of trying to get shield where it is today. So appreciate it. There's always going to be uh, <laughs> more ideas and more Things I look forward to coming back on the podcast. Yeah. 12 months from now. Yeah. The net, ver, version, <laughs> version, version two. We'll be back. Love it. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you.